You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. And now, Reverend Elliot's Magical Window with Reverend Elliot. Live from magic-works.com. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Or one of our websites. AskOneRadio.com or Moonstruck.tv. This is Reverend Elliot's Magical Window on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Greetings, fellow seekers of truth, wisdom, and light. This is Reverend Elliot, your friendly neighborhood, occasional esoteric practitioner, joining you now for the first time in 2024. We made it. I uh, had a little rough patch there uh, at the end of the year. Uh, nothing terrible. I just, uh, I, I, in case, because I did get a lot of uh, messages from people who were concerned. I missed the other show because I had, it's, it's just a stupid thing. I had a very bad reaction to some painkillers. And uh, I didn't think that that would be uh, really fun to get on the air and uh, and do tarot readings. Well, you, you know, you're t telling me all the things that are the intimate details of your life and you hear me throwing up. That's that's not very good, you know, because, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's like the doctor looking at your x-rays and saying, well, actually, I don't have to make that one up. That happened uh, when, when my wife, as some of you may know, had a terrible accident a few years ago and uh, completely demolished uh, one of her ankles all gone i mean the, the 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 every bone shattered but we didn't know what had happened yet and when we, she went to get the x-ray the the doctor looked at the x-ray and said oh my now that's not good when <laughs> the doctors do that so uh you know the, the, these these things are a little scary you have to be very careful with what you say uh because people take these things to heart like when early on when i was reading tarot cards I accidentally said ooh when I got some cards for somebody and that person was terrified because we do have power that way that's not really we don't have the power is in the cards really and in the person getting the reading but the power we have is the power that people give us and that is sometimes uh, there are people who just get very hung up on the on the cards and I, I'm glad I I think it's been oh, it's been years since I've met somebody who wanted constant readings, which is something I don't do because that means you're substituting the card's judgment for your own. Uh, so I, I, I'm very uh, shy about that. I'm, I, I'm not going to make a living constantly reading for the same people every day, which some people will do that. And, you know, hey, if they feel that that's what they need to do, fine. But, uh, I, I, you know, I can't do that. I like it to be a, 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 an as-needed thing. Generally, I enjoy doing readings for people at the end of the year, which is why it's been so uh, depressing being ill at the end of the last year, because I had to cancel all the readings that usually come in. But I did hear from so many people, so many nice, lovely people sending me notes, wishing me well, hoping I get better, and uh, I got better. <laughs> I still think my nose, I think I still sound a little clogged up, but uh, that, that'll that go away. We got uh, oh, some beautiful uh, Christmas cards from people, probably one of my favorite. I shouldn't have favorites, should I? But 
there is an artist in uh, upstate New York named Karis, who's uh, a listener with her mom. Uh, they both listen in, and uh, boy, she sends the most beautiful handmade cards, and we're lucky to get those every year. When uh, when Sandra had that accident that I mentioned and was confined to the hospital for a long time, uh, Karis sent a painting of a uh, of an ice cream cone. That, you know, just a simple thing like that. And uh, my wife was so thrilled with that. It, it made her feel so much better that we still have that. We still have that hanging here in the kitchen because it's, uh, it, it just it, it made her feel better. So, the, you know, the, the things that we get, we, we get, we appreciate all the things that people send us. And I try to send back a thank you to everyone when I can. But sometimes we, it gets a little difficult. We hear from a lot of people. And, uh, hey, you know, you guys thrust me into the uh, attention of people all around the world. <laughs> Ask One Radio uh, Network and listeners have uh, have given me a degree of notoriety. So I deal, I get messages from people all over the world. I look at the hits on my website, and they're from, oh, gosh, they're from every corner of the world. So not that I'm complaining. I like that. It's kind of it's fun, and I I, I do like tarot reading, and I like magical work, and uh, I just don't think it's something that should be constantly in use that's all uh, but it's nice to do every once in a while and uh, if some special situation comes up and you need uh, some advice and you want to look at the cards that's beautiful too just it's not the kind of thing you want to do every day you know for that we have uh, newspaper horoscopes i think it was benjamin franklin who said about horoscopes that all you have to do is just get a book and in that book write down every possible way a human being can act and then divide it into 12 books, and there you have uh, astrology. Well, you know, Carl Jung, on the other hand, he took a very serious view of astrology. You can, you can find uh, the great psychiatrist uh, Carl Jung. You should uh, take a look at my website for that, magic-works.com, M-A-G-I-C-K-works.com. Look at the uh, horoscope page, the astrology page. There's even a Carl Jung page with an interview by uh, Dr. Jung in there. It's uh, I got like 106 or 107 pages over there. It's really good. Also, I want just a special thank you to the people who continued to order books. That 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 warms my heart. I, I I like mailing out books to people because they keep telling me that this is no longer a, a paper age, which is you know I had to go out and buy I had to buy two paper shredders. We get so much paper in the mail. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the paperless society, but it isn't around here. So anyway, I'm back. I'm glad to be here with you. I hope to be here with you steadily through the end of the year, meaning till 2025, and then keep going from there. This is show number 381 tonight. Can you imagine that? 381, and it's my first show, shuffling up the cards there, of year 13 doing Reverend Elliot's Magical Window. And yes, as I mentioned about uh, the, the, all the things I get in the mail and all the people who contact me and all the wonderful people I've met, that uh, this experience changed my life. If there's somebody listening now, and I know there's got to be somebody listening who's thinking maybe about doing this, uh, you couldn't pick a better place to do it than Ask One Radio. Let me tell you something. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm no sucker or pushover, and uh, I've been doing this now for over 12 years. And because I like it, it's fun, it, uh, it, it stimulates me. I've become so much more creative since doing this. 
Now, this is kind of a problem in one way because I have a lot of books here. One bookcase, I'm looking at it right now, one bookcase when we painted this room, we emptied the bookcase. In that one bookcase alone, we found 900 and something books. But, and you know, people say, would you read those? And I usually say, no, I just buy them by the pound from Books R Us. The, the, I have a, a, a nice little stash of classic occult books, some very rare volumes. And I loved reading them and learning from them. And I still do. But, you know, you guys so energized me and incentivized me that I started writing my own books. So I don't even get to these books anymore. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at them now. I think I need to dust them right now, in fact. But uh, gosh, I, 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 I have so many wonderful, magical books. Speaking of books, this is not a plug. Although life is one big plug, you know, the more you get to know people, the more interested you are in them. Uh, the Ten Lost Books of the Prophets, which is a set of books which is filled with fantastic, in every sense of that word, occult lore. Once again, I had a little bit of a problem with Amazon over that. For some reason, for some reason, they, they keep stopping me from listing it there, which is no big deal. I mean, I, I sold a set through eBay. I have sets that you can buy directly through me. The, the really shrewd buyers will buy the books through the printing plant where it costs less and you can get them at your own speed. You don't have to buy all 10 at once. But um, this time I was prepared and uh, it was the last time they did this was uh, uh, the, in the middle of the end of last year. And they, they that, that last year for six months of the year, those books were not on sale at Amazon and they were still the biggest seller I've got. That show you, you know, and, I, and it's not cheap. That's one of the reasons they don't sell a lot, if you know what I mean, because they're they're rather expensive. But I think that they're worth it, and uh, I, I don't I don't push them, but I do let people know about them. But I just want to let people know if you haven't been able to find it on Amazon, it's backlisted again. Uh, I went right to the CEO. I did that at the end of last year when when they had a problem with the listing, and it's just it's not even there's anything wrong with me selling it. Uh, they don't even know why this is happening at Amazon because the um, the algorithm keeps flagging it at, uh, for some possible pricing violation, which is ludicrous because if you look at it, it's 10 books and it's under $8.95 a book or so. It's like, it's certainly, it's under $9 a book for 10 books each. You know? So as you see, that adds up, but it's surely, it, it's worth it. Uh, but we worked it out this time in a matter of about a week instead of three months. So if you're interested, if it, if, if, if the, te if you, this is, look, resolutions, right? New Year's resolutions, blah, blah, all that. If you want to study more about the esoteric arts and you don't want to have to build up an immense library from scratch, get the 10 Lost Books of the Prophets. These were little, little books that were published by a, an occult house and sold through uh, the direct mail catalogs, hoodoo catalogs and things like that, starting in the 1930s up into the 1950s or so. And um, about $200 or so will get you one copy of one of the 10 books in the original set. Over the years, I managed to pick up and then resell here and there original sets. So I have 
and I'm the only one who's got this, and you can get it in paperback or hardcover. This is why I, I mentioned this, because I know people were looking for it, and it was gone for a while. Paperback and hardcover. In a large format, easy to read. The Ten Lost Books of the Prophets, which is filled with occult. Now, I'll be honest with you, because that's, you know, I kind of dig honesty, you know. This, these books are compilations of things that are found in a bunch of occult books. And that, of course, is uh, disappointing to some people. Uh, and I try to make sure that people understand that because, well, if you have a large occult library, you probably don't need these. But if you want to have a, 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 a something to begin with, with a basis, and something that's accessible and easy to read and, and it isn't filled with bizarre jargon, this book, the, these 10 books synthesized the knowledge and lore from several other books. And it's, it's worth doing just for that. And I spent a year, here comes the, uh, the sympathy part, right? I spent a year uh, rectifying and restoring a set of 1938 books because they were riddled with typos. And uh, the, the only way you can fix that is to have several different editions and compare them, which I did. So this is one of the reasons it took me a year to do these, but I'm so happy when people buy it because the, these are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful books. You can find, just go to 10lostbooksoftheprophets.com. That's the website that has all the options if you want to buy it. You can buy it from Amazon. You can buy it from eBay. You can buy it directly from me. You can buy it from the printing plant at your own speed, and there's a code there. And if the checkout code doesn't work and give you a discount, just drop me a line and I'll get another code for you. But there you go. I mean, because if you, it's that time of year, you know, and say, well, I want to do this. I want to do something new. I've always said I'm going to study this. I'm always, you know, so this is the way to do it. The 10 Lost Books of the Prophets will get you started on the Western esoteric tradition. Now, if you want to learn about tarot, hey, there's no two ways about that. You get Reverend Elliot's Magical Window from Amazon.com. And uh, that comes with a CD of actual readings to listen to. I know people aren't big on CDs these days, but you'd probably be able to play that uh, or download it or offload the contents. And at some point, I think I'll just do another version of that book with a uh, flash drive. But for now, there you go, the 10 Lost Books of the Prophets. And I'm working on a biggie. I'm working on a very big thing. I'll, I'll spill the beans now for you, between you and me. Don't tell anybody about this, just between us. It's called Vision Power. That's going to be a kit that consists of many different books and videos and audio recordings. And that will be available with a book of its own and a flash drive that has loads of stuff in there to give you all kinds of interesting occult uh, uh, techniques in terms of remote viewing, astral projection, you name it. It's going to be great. I've only been working on this for years. It's called Vision Power. And maybe I'll put a little something about it on, the, on my website, a little something about it at the uh, tarot page at Facebook. <laughs> Who knows? But it's, 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 I've been so laid up this year, the last few months, that I'm just eager to get going and do stuff. And if you feel the same way, that you really want to maybe get even deeper into the esoteric side of things and, and learn how all this works, you can't do much better than getting the 10 Lost Books of the Prophets and a copy of Reverend Elliot's uh, Magical Window. 
Oh, there's also my book, Reverend Elliot Explains It All, but uh, that's, you know, I don't have the nerve to say that's an essential book. (laughs) But I think these two, I I think the Ten Lost Books of the Prophets, that is essential. So it took a year to restore it. Anyway, there you go. We're here now. And let's see, we're going to, uh, here's how we do it. See, look, I've, I've been so long since I've done this, but I obviously I remember how to babble uh, incessantly. So that get, that's, gets us off to a good start. We're shuffling up the cards here. We're going to go look through the magical window for our first caller in a moment. But first, I'm going to ring a bell three times to declare and establish sacred space. And now we pull back the curtain on the magical window for Karen in La Puente, California. Hi, Karen. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you tonight? I'm all right. Thank you. Oh, well, well, maybe we can make that a little better. What can I look at for you? Um, um, I guess uh, something in love, I guess. Okay. Well, that's good because the first are part you I have... Um, well, I I don't consider myself a medium, but I can use the cards to look if you want to oh, do okay. that. Uh, you can do that, of, yeah. In terms of love, uh, I got the King of Cups here, which is that's the you, you mentioned love in the first card I got here is the King of Cups. Cups are about the heart and emotions, and that shows that uh, you'll be mastering your emotions and doing very well. I've got the Lovers card here, uh, and I've got the Six of Swords, which is about getting from where you are to where you want to be. So you're looking for romance, you're looking for love. It seems to me you're going to find it. Okay. (laughs) Because the world is the card I have next, which is assured success. So that's a a short and positive reading. So this is going to be a good year for you in terms of romance. Now, did you want to look at somebody who passed? Yes, please. Okay, let's see what we can do. There are several cards in the deck. The regular listeners know when, because I say this all the time, I precede these readings. If I find like the death card or the uh, high priestess card, uh, certain cards like that, that means that there's a message coming through. And let's see what we get. Okay. Um, Not yet. We'll try it again. Okay. Now, if I don't get those cards... I'll read it anyway, you know, but uh, I like to okay. get it because that, that makes it stronger in my okay. way of thinking. Um, okay, well, here's one of those cards that I do get. It doesn't necessarily signify a, a, a past life reading or an other side reading, but, but it always shows up when I do these readings. So I'm going to take that as the clue here. It's the Nine of Swords, and that's a card of great sadness. There's somebody you miss terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Okay, now I'm going to read the cards that I have here in this order, and we'll see what the message is. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Because it start it it starts with that the seven of cups is here. Uh, that has okay. clouds and a lot of different things. This is about a person with many great ideas and uh, loads of ideas, and it was a very strong person. Uh, and and. The, the 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 thing is here. I've got the star, which is a card of of optimism and hope. So that 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 is one of those cards. These readings always begin with something very sad, like the nine of swords, and end with something upbeat and positive, like the star. Um, my reading of this is that this person is getting the has a, the message would be, stay strong, 
things are good for me. I'm, I, I've got everything that I wanted. I've got things that I've never had before. Uh, that's the, the Seven of Cups, which is a card of somebody who may not have had exactly what they wanted here on the plane of existence of Earth, but is 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 now able to face everything and has more power to get what they want. Uh, I have the Ten of Cups, which is of great happiness. That's the, you, these, car, these readings almost always start with great sadness and end with happiness. Uh, mm-hmm. the, pers- the person is saying, where I am now, I'm doing all right. Uh, and, and, and the message of strength is to say, be strong. Okay. Um, you know, no. Well, here's the death card. That's one of the cards, obviously, that I look for. So this is. I'm taking this as a genuine message, which is that the person was looking for things in this life, and has is finding them now. Okay. And is telling you to be strong and understand. You see, the nine of swords is always a matter of saying, "I understand that you hurt and it's painful, but I'm doing well." Okay. Okay, and, uh, and 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 that's that's good stuff to know. Let me see if I can get one more card. Yeah, see here, the hermit is here. That's about a guy who uh, a guy a guide, not a guy, a guy, uh-huh. <laughs> a person, <laughs> a, a a person is this person has found a mentor. Okay. And what whatever problems there were on this plane of existence, they're getting worked out and worked out very well. And the message is, I'm happy. Okay. 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 I hope that helps you. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Okay. And I just shuffled them up again, and I got the death card again. So yes, this is telling me that, that that's reinforcing that this is that message. So okay. I will I will light a white candle to send uh, positive energy to you and to the spirit. How's that? Okay. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Bye bye now. And let's shuffle up the cards. You're listening to Reverend Elliot's Magical Window. The show that is aired now and then, <laughs> depending on my health. That's the beauty of getting older is, uh, you, you know, you wake up the first thing you day. I used to think, you know, somebody there's somebody out there right now in the world who doesn't even know who I am. And, and by tonight, that person is going to be a friend. And we're going to, you know, who knows what's going to come from that. Now I wake up and I say, well, I'm still here. <laughs> so what do you do, you know? I'll tell you one thing, the less active I am, I hope, I don't know if you're like this, but the less active I am, like if I'm confined to bed, if I'm forced by illness, because I had this nasty kind of flu that was kicking around here for quite a while, my dreams become so hyperactive that I wake up exhausted. And that still goes on. So uh, I'm uh, I'm, I'm just glad to be here. And, and be with you again because I get such energy from doing the show. Every time I miss the show, it really, really bothers me. So I'm glad to be back with you. But, uh, Donna here in New York is uh, on next. Hi, Donna. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Hi. 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 How, hi. How you doing tonight, Donna? Very good. Thank you. Oh, great. What can we look at? Um. Do. Uh, any messages for me? I, I don't have any specific questions, really. Well, okay, let's see I what mean, we got here. I mean, uh, are you a medium also? You're a medium? Well, the cards can kind of fill that function. I can right. do that. Okay, um, that's what I heard for, with the last reading. 
Yeah, that, that that works. You know, you know, I never did any kind of uh, afterlife readings until I did this show, and somebody asked me, so I figured, why not? You know, give it a shot. Yeah. See what happens when it works. Yeah. The first card I have is the Six of Cups, and that's memories of childhood, generally, and nostalgia. Does that is this regarding somebody you've known for a long, long time, going way back? Well, I, 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 there's several people, you know, that I'm kind of thinking of. So um, probably, yes, absolutely. Okay, well, if that applies to somebody, this is, you know, this is the one that we're looking at at this point. Um, okay. There were problems with the person. There was, there was not, there's something happened. This person was not being treated very well, was not being treated very fairly. Is that true? Sure. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, because I've got the five of swords, and the fives are very difficult cards and gloomy and dark, and it generally means that somebody was mistreated. Uh, well, of course, you know, obviously the answer is at some point or other we've all been treated badly, I, unfortunately. Right. But this would be a particularly big thing in that person's life. Well, the point is that the next two cards are fabulous. Remember, I said you heard the other call. I said they usually start off sad and end up happy. Uh, the yeah. next card, the next card is the Wheel of Fortune, which indicates that things are changed. Things are, it, it, it changes, and the card after that is the Ten of Cups, which is great happiness and joy. Hmm. So that that's again, it's the same kind of message, which is that it, it, it's about happiness. It's about where the spirit is. There's growth and there's happiness. Uh, I, I'm not seeing yeah. a direct. That's, I'm not seeing any kind of prediction or direct message other than, again, the situation I was in was very bad at the end, and but things are far are much better for me now. Mm. Here's okay. an angel. The, the, this temperance card is an angel, and I get that a lot with these readings because a lot of us, our life gets out of balance, and I am no exception. So this is just the human condition. And the card of the temperance uh, uh, angel means that temperance and balance has been restored. So what the message I'm getting from the person is that what, what was missing in life, I'm getting now. I like to believe that this is like a, 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 these messages are like preparation for coming back and doing better. You know, that's uh, I know the idea of coming back scares a lot of people. <laughs> Woody, Woody Allen yeah. notoriously said, "You mean I'd have to sit through the ice capades again?" But uh, you know, <laughs> this is the, the the the. I've often wondered about reincarnation. Can you be reincarnated in the past? You see, that would be now that would be fascinating. Who says that time has to be linear from A to B to C? Right? It could go backwards, couldn't it? And couldn't that explain sure. why why somebody like Leonardo da Vinci would invent a parachute when there was literally no need for parachutes in in his day? What was that about, right? Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. I, what I'm what I'm seeing is a soul. Uh, the the message is from a person saying that that they have very fond memories of you. That's the six of cups. The five of swords says that life was very difficult for me. Uh, but the, eight, the the Wheel of Fortune says that that changed, and the Ten of Cups says it is very happy now, and the Temperance card says the happiness is because balance has been restored in my life. Now, here's a card I get all the time for these readings, except I didn't get in the last one, so it's not really all the time, but you know what I mean. The Ten of yeah. Swords. 
the Ten of Swords is a card that means the worst is over. And that's that's good to see. The message that you're getting is from this particular person, if you can, uh, if you know who we're dealing with here, um, is I've got many happy memories of you. Uh, things were very tough for me near the end, but it's changed now, and I'm I'm happy. I'm in balance, and and all the bad stuff in my in my existence is over. Okay, so. I think it sounds like it might be my friend Robbie. Okay, you know, that's good. He, yeah, it, it sound, yeah, might be. <laughs> you know, because with him, he um, he lost two brothers. Oh, he was the last one left. Then he lost his dad. This is when he was young, and um, then you know, his well, his mom passed after him, but he passed from cancer, so it was difficult. His life was difficult. He went through some bad times himself. And I'm well, imagining that everyone passed and now he's reunited with them. And well, let me tell you something. What I, while, while you were describing that, I pulled another card to see if that would give me some insight into this. And the card I got was yeah. the, high pri the high priestess. The high priestess is a woman who sees what's happening behind the veil and sees what's going on on the other side. And that to me is that card saying what you just described is right. That's a hell of a coincidence, oh, right? To be able to get yeah. that card while you're describing it to me. So that that this really? is that that is a way of saying yes, you got it. So that's what we have. That's great. Well. I will also light a white candle that uh, will send positive energy to you and the spirit as well. How's that? Thank you. Appreciate Any, it. Anything else you need? No, <laughs> I think oh, I got a okay. great message. Thanks so Beautiful. much. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye now. And, and folks, this goes for the people listening who will not get a chance to speak tonight because because I talk too much sometimes. But uh, Or the people who get a phone call. You know, after the phone call ends, uh, if you think of something else that you wanted to go into and you forgot, you know, because you're on the spot here and, and I know how difficult that is. I really appreciate, by the way, the effort it takes for a lot of people to be able to essentially just talk to somebody you have no idea who it is and uh, and and open up about things in your life. So, I mean, that takes courage and I absolutely applaud all the people who call in or want to call in and the listeners, you name it, but you, the callers are extra special for being able to do that. And if you're trying to call me and you want to, but you're a little nervous and you think you don't want to, don't worry about that because when the time comes, you'll call. You know, that's what I mean. It, it, you can't rush these kind of things. I mean, I'll let me tell you something. This, this comes under the heading of babbling. Many years ago, and I mean many, 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 a lot of you weren't born yet. I was, uh, I wrote jokes for comedians here in New York. I was making a little bit of money and getting a reputation writing jokes for comedians. And like a lot of people in that position, I was very frustrated by uh, seeing how these people ruined my work, you know. I was an artiste. I was writing jokes, you know, good jokes. In any case, uh, the uh, I'll t I, there's another story about that I'll tell you one day. <laughs> but not now. <laughs> this one will do. Um, so I decided that I was going to go to this little club here on 31st Street and 3rd Avenue in Manhattan, which used to have... Uh, 
audition nights, and they had comics. A lot of comics started there, and a lot of singers started there, too. Pat Benatar started there, uh, uh, and many, many well-known performers began there. Uh, So I figured, and and I used to go there with the comics I wrote for. So I figured I'll go in there and I'll audition. And I lived at the time on 108th Street and Broadway. And I walked to 31st and 3rd, and I walked halfway there, and I said, this is ridiculous, and I turned around and walked home. Then uh, I was so furious with myself that a week later, I walked again, and uh, I got maybe three-quarters of the way, and I, and, and I, I chickened out and went home. And then, <laughs> now you understand, this is the other thing. This, people find this hard to believe, but I was an extremely shy person. You know, there's one thing about New York City is it'll beat the shyness out of you eventually. But I was an extremely shy person. I was the guy who used to sit in the corner at parties and just look, you know. So a week or two go by and I do it again and I get closer and closer and closer. And one day I got right up to the door and I walked around the block and then I walked home again. And I was so disgusted with myself that I went there and I signed up the next week uh, to audition and they didn't call me. (laughs) The guy forgot to call me. And then they gave me, said, don't worry, you come back next week and we will definitely put you on. And, of course, now now I had to do it because to chicken out there would be, you know, they would know. So, and that's how uh, I, I began as a performer, which I did for a number of years. You know, in order, this is a funny thing about the stand-up comic world is that you you have to be really bad at it at the beginning and you uh, you have to find out what works for you there's nothing it's not, don't even bother taking classes or anything just get up and do it and the audience will tell you what is funny and if you're lucky older comics will give you advice too i had i had a great bit of life advice from a, a wonderful comedian a guy named barry berry who was also a tv writer and one day i did a joke and somebody in the audience topped me and got a bigger laugh than i got and i was furious you know so I said to him, what do you do? What do you do when someone in the audience tops you? And he says, you know what you do? You laugh because it's funny. That's all they want is to see you laugh. And then, you you know, you laugh. And then after the show, they're gone and you're still there. And now you have that line. You can keep using it for yourself. <laughs> you know? But yeah, see, sometimes the simple things are the best things. And uh, so if you don't, if you, if you're, if you're a little nervous about calling, that's okay. I, I understand. When the time comes, if you want to call, you will. But what I was leading into was uh, you may not be able to get through or you may think of something after you've called. Drop me a line. My email is always there for anybody to use. It's asktaro, A-S-K-T-A-R-O-T, at earthlink.net. And I will get right back to you. Uh, And no, 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 there's no charge. (laughs) It's just, as I, I say over and over again, there's, there's no money involved in what I do unless we agree upon it in advance. See, I don't, I don't surprise anybody with bills, you know. This, that's, that's just, that's out of bounds. So if, if you want to uh, uh, continue, if you say, oh, geez, you know, I just finished with you and I forgot to ask you something, you know, you're not imposing. We'll just, we'll just. Take a look at that uh, when you send me an email. Asktaro at earthlink.net. You can also find me through askwhenradio.com. And you can find me through magic-works.com. There is a page there for contacting me. So now we're all shuffled up and, uh, oh, God. Now, 
Jenny in Nebraska City, Nebraska. Hi, you're on with Reverend Elliot. Hiya. Happy Hi. anniversary. Thank you. And, you know, I was laughing uh, when I, I looked and saw where you were because I said there was another story I wanted to tell, but I'm going to save it for another time. It's There was a, a woman from Nebraska who became a movie star for a while, uh, really chewed me out over being a comedy writer. <laughs> That's back in like 79, 78 it was. Uh, that's it's one of my favorite stories, but it, it was a woman from Nebraska, and she she just tore into me because I was uh, making money writing comedy. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do, right? Really? Yeah. So, uh, uh well, <laughs> she, she, she it, it, it's 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 one of those wonderful stories because there's a twist in it there, and uh, but I'll get to it some point. Now you have to uh, tell it. Uh, I can't do that. I, 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 I have to do that in a way that won't make it sound tremendously egotistical, for one thing. But on the other hand, um, well, I mean, the short version is simply she just said I wasn't a human being. And I, you know, I didn't ask her what she meant by that because when somebody tells you that, they're going to tell you what they mean. You know, there's no point in asking them to tell you. And the point was, is because... Well, you know how, how they say, you know, take it as a drink, with a grain of salt. Yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm not originally from here, so anything coming out of Nebraska is with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the, yeah, you know, and the point was, you know, you're just writing for money, and that's terrible. I'm an acting student, and I'm going to bring the world's great theater pieces to life. Uh, you know, and... And uh, the, the, her first movie was a slasher movie. You know, it's great. And every time oh. I'd see, and every time I'd see these things the, that she was in, I would think, uh, and I'm not a human being. You know, I mean, come on, let's face it. 1978. I should be over that by now, wouldn't you think? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but when somebody in an intimate moment looks you right in the eyes and says, you know, you're not a human being, you tend to remember that. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that was... That's definitely your cross. Yeah, that's... And, of course, you know, I, uh, I, I, I achieved some modicum of success as a, as a writer, uh, and, and so did she, oddly enough. That's the funny part. But, uh, but uh, as an actress, too, she, she did better than I did in that regard. So, hey, what can I tell you? More people know who she is than know me, that's for sure. Anyway, that's my Nebraska story about not being a human being. <laughs> you know, I miss the seventies. I sometimes miss the seventies. You know, I can't, there's certain things I can't do anymore, like uh, continuously drink gin and smoke filterless cigarettes. <laughs> that would kill me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> when you're in your twenties, it doesn't the kill 80s, you. And I miss the eighties. That was a yeah. great generation. <laughs> Oh, I loved it too. The seventies and eighties were marvelous, especially here in New York, because uh, New York still had a New York character to it, and a lot of people came to New York just to be like you know, in the arts. And I met many of them, and 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 so many people I knew uh, became really big. And the sad thing is, and I, you know, almost everyone I know who committed suicide was a successful performer. Now, that's just, you know, that's that's something that I have to look at one day and work out. But uh, 
there you go. At least we're still here, right? You and me, we're here. <laughs> so, Jenny, what can right, I look at? Right. What can I look at for you? Yeah, I know a lot of people that have passed that way too. It it, yeah. it sticks with you. Sure does. Um, I well, just, you know, maybe ask the guides if this year is the last couple have been hill. I'm hoping. Uh, okay. Well, look. look. Better. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I got a lot of interesting positive cards here to share with you. I got three cards here. The first is the tower oh, struck good. by lightning. The tower struck by lightning is good. It means an upheaval of everything. Uh, good, bad. It's not, it's, it's, it's not this is good or this is bad. It's a matter of um, interpretation by the cards next to it. But it's about sudden change hitting your life. And the next card is the seven of rods, which shows a person who can sweep away obstacles. So it looks to me like that sudden change is going to be a positive one. Oh, good. The, the next card, and now this is the third time I believe this has shown up tonight, is the Ten of Cups. And the Ten of Cups is just the acme of happiness. It's just marvelous. And the, the, the Ten of Rods is after that, which is usually a warning not to take on too much because it you might overburden yourself. You know, you you may be the kind of person who who does so many things that it becomes uh, a burden. So it's just saying to be careful and watch out for that. Uh, but the sun. Yeah, is I have here. a habit that, of t thinking I can do more than I can. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that warning, which is you know don't do that. <laughs> but uh, but also the, t <laughs> the sun is here, and the sun is a card of healing and health and growth and happiness. Uh, this looks to me like a, 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 an outstanding year ahead for you. Oh, good. Good. Now, let me tell you this. I got the judgment card. Oh, gosh. This is getting, I say, oh, gosh, because it gets better and better. I got the judgment card here, which means that there's something you want that you're going to get. You know, and it's going to be about growth and it's going to be about you. And it, it, something is going to work out for you that you've been wanting. Uh, the next card, this is one that had me pulled almost like the x-ray technician saying, oh my, uh, the world. The world is a, card of, is a card of assured success. So this is a really heady brew of success in these cards, but it's only going to happen after something happens that changes a whole bunch of stuff in your life. You see, that's... Um, there's going, there will be a moment. You'll know the moment when it happens. There's no way around it. You're going to know something is going to happen uh, because the, the card is the tower struck by lightning, you know, and that's you, when that happens, yeah. you know it. Uh, the the light. Did you ever have a lightning bolt strike near you? You know, because that you um, know that. You, not, you know, well, you know, within a couple miles. Oh, no, I mean, like, feet, uh, you know, I used to, you take, know. I used to take pictures. <laughs> oh, I had a, uh, we had an experience here one time where a lightning bolt in August one year, it hit a tree in the backyard of the apartment building we were in. Uh, and that was the loudest bang I'd ever heard. And I accidentally walked by a construction site once when they set off dynamite. And this was louder. The worst part of it was that we had, uh, the building had just gone to a computerized heating system. And that triggered the computer. So in August, we had heat coming oh, up wow. in New York. Now, in a New York apartment, even if you get heat in August, you don't complain. Because you know, you're never going to get heat. If you, but yeah, so you're going to notice. 
something dramatic and big is going to happen. It, it hit you. It's going to come, you know, and you're going to notice it. It may Last be Last summer, we had a, light, a lightning bolt hit a tree two houses from me. Yeah, that'll do it. Burnt wood is very good, by the way. If you can get a lightning, if you can get wood from a lightning struck tree, a hoodoo practitioner will buy that from you. Just keep that really? in mind. Oh yeah, there's, there's. Look it up sometime to see because I don't want to go into it now. We're almost rounding to the end of the night here. But uh, that happens lightning, like yearly here. <laughs> yeah, lightning struck wood has powers, has has esoteric occult powers. So see what you can do. Wow. Um, so when this happens, your initial response is going to be probably one of surprise and shock, uh, whatever happens. Now, I, I, I can't say that it's going to be good or bad. You know, that's a value judgment that doesn't even matter at this point. But something big is going to happen suddenly that will change things in your life. And okay. when, when that happens, just keep in mind that that means that the, the big changes and the good stuff that now is on the way. Because immediately after that, you get the seven of rods, which is about sweeping away all difficulties. Then the ten of cups, which is about perfected happiness and joy. And then you have the ten of rods, which is a warning not to take on too much. Uh, then the sun, which is health and healing and growth and happiness and judgment, which is a rebirth that gives you what you wanted. And then the world, which is assured success. So you see, it, it may look startling when it whatever it is that happens happens but it's going to be the harbinger of a whole new life for you and one that you've been wanting okay that's going to be the beginning of what did to come yeah that the the this was the tower struck by lightning is the beginning uh if you if this this reading will be at the ask one radio archives in a day or so you might want to listen to it because uh you could write down the the cards or whatever but the main thing is this tower struck by lightning says that something unexpected and big is going to come and change the course of your life but the rest of it is going to be good from that point on so don't let it you know good change whether it's good or bad bothers people you know that you get uh, they, they tell you that the, the, you get the same psychological stress evaluation results from a marriage as you do from a divorce. Because you know, it's, not, it's not the quality of the change, it's the fact that there's a change. So there's a big change mm -hmm. headed your way, but it's going to signal the beginning of all this good stuff in your life that's coming. Okay. So, so keep an eye. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go around worrying about it. Because it's oh no, you know, I'm actually I'm not happen. you know I'm because I've, I've had enough bad to happen that you know if another bad thing happens I know there's good coming. Okay, well it's Does not necessarily yes, it's not necessarily going to be bad. And by the way, you know you can't be too disappointed going through life expecting the worst. But uh, it uh, oh no no it, I know I know that, you know they, that was, my my that nickname was sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that was me for a while, always expecting the worst. But it's always nice when good things happen. And and after this event, whatever it is, is life is going to be really good, really good. Okay, and that's because awesome. you're working to awesome. make, you're working to make it that way. You'll see you because you that thing about the ten, uh, sweeping away the obstacles that means you are going to make it a good thing that happens. A lot of times when you know I'm not talking about like there's always some idiot in our life who you know you get run over by a truck and they'll say you know this is a blessing in disguise and you just want to hit them you know but because uh, oh a yeah blessing in, you know in, that happened for a reason. 
No, yeah. I did not have gotten run over. <laughs> but you're, but you're going, whatever this is that's going to come into your life and it's going to change things is you're, you're going to be able to exploit it. You're going to be able to use it. You're going to be able to put it to the best of work for you. And that's, that's the, the card of sweeping away all those obstacles. Okay. So, you know, keep an eye out for it. Let me know what happens. I would love to see uh, how it plays out because this is going to be, I according sure to these cards, this is going to be the year that it all comes together for you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye-bye now. And let's get to, uh, let's see if we can get one more in under the wire. Anna in New Britain, Connecticut. You're on with Reverend Elliot. Hi, Anna. Oh, was that Anna? or, uh, or uh, Anna, you there? Uh, let's just shuffle up the cards then. And just a reminder that uh, even though a lot of the times I've existed on reruns, you can catch me live Wednesdays at 11 Eastern, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific. There will now be 381 shows in the Ask One Radio archives under Reverend Elliot's Magical Window. So if you're a glutton for punishment, you can uh, listen to them all of those on demand anytime you want to. And if you really are uh, in, into it, you can just drop me a line again. Remember my tarot, my tarot, my email is asktarot, A-S-K-T-A-R-O-T, asktarot at, at uh, earthlink.net. So now let's try it again. Anna in New Britain, Connecticut. Hi, you're on with Reverend Elliot. Hi, how are you? Um, I have a specific question. Sure. Um, I would like to know if Chris will give me another chance. If uh, Chris will give you another chance? Yes. We are, like, we're um, separated right now. Oh, well, let's see what happens here. Um, Okay, well, this is a card. The Two of Rods is a card of waiting. The Three of Cups, Cups relate to relationships. The Three of Cups relates to the completion of a matter, uh, but in, in a way that makes you happy. So I guess if the answer is no, that is a completion that wouldn't make you happy, right? So uh, I'm, I'm, gee, this is fascinating because the other cards are also cups. So the cards resonate with you. You're asking about a, a romantic uh, thing and, and that's what it's, you're getting. The Page of Cups is interesting. That is about uh, the appearance of, uh, of, of new relationship in, in, in terms of romance. Now, that doesn't mean a new person necessarily uh, because that can mean that this relationship will come back together and it'll be like a new level. But right now, the Seven of Cups frames this. On one end, I have the Two of Rods, which is about waiting, and the Seven of Cups is at the other end. And that is about an unfocused emotion. It could be that there's too many things going on. It's it's a confusing state. There's no particular answer now. The Knight of Cups is here also. You see how many, you're getting all these cup cards. So yeah, the cards are responding to you. But the Knights are very uh, mercurial. It's, uh, it's yes, it's no, it's up, it's down. You just think of the Knight on a chessboard moving this way and that way. Um, so what, what I'm getting is that it, this is not this is not yet near any kind of a resolution, but there will there will be a resolution. 
And it, okay. it it's but but it's vague, you know. I mean, it it depends on what you want. Like I said, the three of cups shows completion, but completion could mean back together or over and kissing goodbye. You know what I mean? But all the rest of it shows that there's that it's just not settled enough yet because the uh, the two of rods indicates waiting, the seven of uh, cups indicates unfocused ideas and thoughts and feelings, and the knight of cups is uh, suggests that this is is, is very uh, uh, mercurial and that it, it it's good one day, it's bad another day, it's up, it's down. So I'm I'm just not seeing that it's ready for a resolution yet. I just don't oh, see Oh, okay. Um, this isn't going to help. See, this I hate when the readings are like this because it's not going to help. Uh, it's the the lovers, the card of the lovers. Now that that's you know it's a nice thing to see at this point. But what it means is a time for a decision. You have to make a decision. Generally, it means a decision between the sacred and the profane. And like I said, that's not going to help you. To, you know, that's too that's philosophical, and you're talking about a real situation. But. Right. I can tell you this, while it's not showing me what the outcome is, it's showing me that the nature of the outcome is good. It's, it's, it's again, what is this, the fourth time tonight? It's the Ten of Cups, which is cups again are about romance and affairs of the heart. And it's happiness. It's great happiness in, in the realm of romance. So I'm seeing that that is the outcome. So I think you're going to get what you want. Let's put it that way. But it's not going to happen for a while. Okay? Well, I know you don't do time frames. Every, you know, everybody's got their own free will. But do you have, like, a, about well, how long? About? Uh, I... I, I, it's happening now. See, that's the whole point. The situation is fluid and it's moving and it's working now. That's what the cups, uh, the Knight of Cups is about, is that the situation is is occurring. Uh, I only have like, like a minute and a half to go. So if, if some other question about this arises, why don't you email me and I'll be happy to pull a few more cards for you on the house, okay? Um, I don't have I've got, email or I've there. Got, because I've got to get out of here in a few seconds. So uh, I, I hate to do this at the last minute. But so, look, my email is asktarot, A-S-K-T-A-R-O-T, at earthlink.net. I can also be found through askoneradio.com. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to contact me. And I'll be happy to take a few more cards. But it looks to me like you are going to get what you want. But the question is, uh, when and uh, how much waiting will there be? Because this is... Uh, this, this is a, a situation that's still evolving and changing. But I've got to run right now. I'm sorry to right. hang Yeah, but please, don't hesitate to email me because I feel like I owe you a few more cards. How's that? Okay? How about if I... Because like, I don't have a pen and paper. Can I message? Like, through Messenger? Like I did? Uh, just... They can get in touch with me. I've got to run. I've got five seconds to go. So, uh, we'll get together. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye now. And folks, that's it. We got to run. See you next week.